Welcome to Brand by Design with your host, certified BG5 business consultant, myself, Ashley Brana Eve. The goal of this podcast is to help you create a clear, consistent, creative personal brand to help you stand out and get paid for what you are best at. If you are ready to leverage your unique expertise and build a highly profitable, personally fulfilling business, this is the place. Without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the channel. It's so nice to start the week with you. Oh my goodness. I have to admit, first of all, I shouldn't have looked at something that makes me emotional before I came live. A dog from the same rescue that our Husky Alaska is from has been let down by people so many times and was returned to the rescue by the people that adopted him. Anyway, long story short, after six months undoing what people did to him yet again, he's in a foster home after leaving boarding. And oh my goodness, I'm just so emotional over animals. I'm sure you're an animal lover if you're here and it's just hit all the feels. And I feel like age has made me more emotional as well. <laughs> but welcome to the channel. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Ashley Brianna Eve. For those that are new here, I am a BG5 certified business consultant, BG5 certified business cycles specialist, certified BG5 profit potential coach, as well as a Gene Keys guide. I am finalizing. I have it in my schedule today for my guides listing on the Gene Keys website. I'm going to get that finalized today. It's such an honor to be approved to be added to the website. And make sure you check out, I have a link in the show notes, genekeys.com for all the wonderful offers that Richard has at such affordable pricing, honestly. He is a, a treasure. So I am also a positive psychology coach. So what I like to do is help you leverage your strengths to truly flourish in business and make more money by design, make more money your way in a way that feels truly good. Because I believe that true wealth comes from leveraging our strengths and our wisdom rather than trying to be something we're not. And my feeling, my gut, what I believe to be true is these tools and the synthesis that I bring together with my experience in all those tools allows us almost an x-ray into your unique energy, an x-ray into your brand, an x-ray into your business to look at what does it mean to be you, a uniquely differentiated individual building a uniquely differentiated brand. And more than ever, I believe, as we move into the Cross the Sleeping Phoenix in 2027, we are being called to rise up in our self-leadership. We're being called to rise up in our differentiation. And truly, as I have on my website, take ownership of our shadows. And it's not from a judgment place, not trying to get rid of it place, but almost the perspective that, which I appreciate in BG5, which is what's the wisdom that's been gained there? How can we look at the light as well in the dark times that we've been through and how it's led us to where we are right now in our life and our business? So that's just a little bit about me. You can check out more on my website at ashleybrannaeve.com. And today we are diving into a small tweak in your brand positioning, leveraging the profile lines. <laughs> so those that are have been in my world for a while, you know the importance I give to the profile lines. I also study and immerse myself in the world of the Chinese I Ching, which I feel has an influence on how I approach the lines as well. That's also where my love of the gates really come from, my love of the lines. 
is the Chinese I Ching, which is an oracle. Now, when we look at the I Ching, it also makes up all of the gates and lines in human design, as well as what you know to be the numbers for the spheres and the lines and gene keys. It's kind of the core foundational piece of both. So I'm obsessed with looking at the lines and how it provides a unique lens that you are meant to be seen through in your business. So when we're looking at profile in terms of business, that's your public role. That's what it's called in BG5. And it's how you're meant to be seen on the stage of life, on the stage of your niche and on your social media. How are you meant to be seen? And what I've seen from working with people, you know, and and every end of the spectrum, to be quite honest, those that are struggling to get their brand going to those that are running multiple seven-figure businesses to I have clients that are running corporations. What I've noticed is it's just such a small tweak, but it makes all the difference. And very often we are so deeply conditioned to be who we are not that you're probably trying to operate as a different line in your brand and wondering why it's not working, wondering why people aren't seeing you, how they're meant to see you, or wondering why it's harder than you know it's meant to be. And this is often where we can make major breakthroughs. Now, there is one way in particular I can help you with this right now, and it's the BG5 Business Bundle Membership. And it's $55 a month, and it includes all of my old offers, everything other than Brand by Design 101 everything that I've created prior to 2024. And I feature the lines in all of the offers that you can access in there. It's a, it's a steal of a deal. Like it's a no brainer to jump into the BG5 business bundle. So we go all in depth in many different perspectives from different viewpoints and different ways in business in the lines, because you're getting a bunch of courses once you dive into there. But today I want to do just an overview of the lines and help to maybe open up your perspective on where you might be holding your brand back or where you may be holding your messaging back. Because again, remember, your profile lines in business is your public role, which means it's how people are meant to see you. If that's off, everything else is off in your business. I'm promising you that. I've worked with thousands of people so far in human design, in BG5, and I'm telling you, it often comes down to the profile lines. All right, let's look at the first line. So you are the authority in business. So I have the graphics here from human design, but we also want to keep in mind, human design is not a business tool. This is one of the things I love most about BG5. My clients go, oh, this makes so much sense. I can actually apply it to my business today. Yes, that is the point. To have a tool, BG5, Raw created it to increase profit potential and to give you practical skills and ways of viewing business that allow you to create real change in your business right away without having to decondition for seven years. So I, my clients, the feedback I get is people love it. And it makes more sense, especially when we get to something like the second line. And I have people saying, oh, I'm the hermit. You know, I just hermit away. And they create all of these narratives around what that means in business. And I wonder why their business isn't moving forward, right? And I go, no, you're the natural. And it's such a simple shift. But when we're talking about the subconscious mind, my background's in psychology. I was a counselor for many, many years before I burned out from that field. The subconscious mind is, it's playing, it's driving the bus. <laughs> it's driving the bus. So that seemingly... A tiny shift in perspective makes all the difference in your brand. So the first line is the authority. Let them see your creative genius. Now, when we're looking at the first line, what we often think of the first line as is foundations or details. 
Now, with the first line, one of the words Richard Rudd uses, which I love, is the creator archetype for life's work. And it's so true when we look at the first line. You can stand on the shoulders of others, but it has to be your creation. And what I see often with first lines and how they are limiting their brand and their profit potential is they're just, they're so homogenized that sure they got a foundation in something. Maybe they studied something, they're certified in something, they got their PhD in something, but they're just, just parroting it back out rather than creating something genius from it, rather than creating something innovative from it. And it's going to limit your brand potential. And I know because I see this over and over and over again. So what we want to look at with the first line is, yes, sure, you can stand on the back of those that have come before you, but it has to be your creation. And I don't, I honestly don't know Richard Rudd's profile and I don't know his hologenetic profile, I don't know his, his human design body graph. However, he always comes up in my mind as the, the perfect example of this because he ran the UK arm of the human design schools. He was, you know, him and Ra were the geniuses, you know, working hand in hand at the human design schools originally. And I had come across a book that Richard had started to write in human design and it never saw the light of day. It was never published. And yet when he became the oracle, the mystic of the gene keys system and the contemplation, the golden path that comes with gene keys, I mean, it blew up, right? And it's because it's innovative. It's a creative genius. It's sure built on the back of someone else. He, I saw something where he asked, you know, Richard or Richard asked Roth, it was okay if he used the human design system as kind of that foundation, but he created something wildly unique out of it. And then it blew up. And again, I don't know if that's his profile line, but it just is such a beautiful representation of the first line and brand positioning. And where I see so many first lines get stuck is they're just vomiting out, parroting out a homogenized, been there, heard that before approach to something. And I had a client recently that said, you know, everything's already been said before. And I kind of interjected and I said, is that actually true? Right? I think sometimes, not I think I know to be true, that we limit, especially first lines, our potential and creative genius because we believe, well, it's all been said before. Everyone's tapping into the same field. Everyone's just saying a different interpretation of the same thing. But is that actually true? If you are a first line or any line for that regard, and you found yourself saying that, I want you, you to ask yourself, is that actually true? Because what if someone like Rara who said, oh, you know, it's all been done before. You know, he actually called out all the spiritual gurus that were parroting the same thing, that were positioning themselves as gurus. He called them out frequently in his content. What if Richard Rudd had said, oh, it's all been done before, right? It hasn't all been done before. Sure, you may stand on the shoulders of those that have come before you. Make sure you get permission <laughs> if you're using trademarked work to do that. However, it is your unique genius that is brought through with the first line. And I believe one of the most powerful things that we can realize, regardless of our line, is that it takes a deep courage to be ourselves. It is easier to just parrot someone else's system than it is to truly bring your creative genius to the forefront. It almost is like standing naked in front of your audience, right? However, your brand 
for the first sign is all about your creative genius and your boldness in standing within that and owning that gives security to others and inspires others. And it puts them at ease because it's like, wow, if this person is that strong in their foundation, if that person is that strong in their core, I feel safe learning from them. I feel safe purchasing from them. I feel safe with them taking care of me and getting me results. So that's first line. Second line, this is who I am designed to work with. So I work with many second lines. And here I always say, let them see how easy it is for you. This is what I say to my clients. Now, believe it or not, I'm always thinking outside of the box on how I can bring unique perspectives and analogies to my clients. And I feel like the second line is a place where I've really challenged myself, mostly because I'm meant to work with the naturals. There is an offer within the BG5 business bundle where I walk you through that. Branded by Design 101, my signature brand course also walks you through that, but you can learn about it in the BG5 business bundle. I am quite literally designed to work with the second lines. And I find sometimes the second line wisdom that is imparted on them can almost feel intangible or too esoteric. And so what I've challenged myself recently is to start watching ballet. Yes, I am not even kidding you. I have been following some dancers and on Facebook, on TikTok, and really immersing myself in the natural, really immersing myself in because when we're looking at the natural, your brand has to be like grounded in your passion. And people are feeling the second line and fourth line are all about feelings, right? People have to feel that passion through your work. And it doesn't mean you have to be loud. I like someone else. It doesn't mean anything in terms of that. Sometimes people equate it with being really loud and out there and extroverted. People just have to feel your passion. So what I did and challenged myself to do was to watch ballet because ballet, you're conveying through your body, through your face, through your the way you move passion, but it's not necessarily like an aggressive passion. A lot of people, again, equate passion with like Tony Robbins type passion, right? And I really want to get curious and immerse myself. And I think this is why I also bring such a unique perspective to my clients and those I support. I open myself up to different perspectives and learning different ways to bring this information forward. So I immersed myself in and I was watching this young girl, this young ballet dancer who is, well, I have that in my, you know, past life as a ballet critique or judge, apparently. <laughs> and people also say she is very technically correct. Like I am mesmerized when I watch her move, yet her, I can't feel the passion. And that's also one of the critiques she gets the most. And she's missing out on massive competitions and placing in massive competitions because people can't feel that passion from her. She's technically correct. She's nailing the movements. She's a beautiful mover. She's a beautiful ballet dancer, probably one of the best in her age group and above. And she's losing out because people can't feel that passion. She's not finding a way to communicate or maybe, you know, who knows why, but she's just not communicating the passion through her work. This is where second lines are getting stuck. You slip into, I should need have to, you contort yourself, you make yourself be who you're not. And then all of a sudden you're selling something. And I've worked with hundreds of second lines by now. I've seen this over and over again, something you think you should sell or need to sell or have to sell because what comes easy for you is just too easy. And then wondering why the business is stuck. 
but you're not passionate about that thing you're doing, right? And maybe even if you're doing the thing that is easy for you, you're not also not passionate about, you're not exuding that passion for it because you have all this guilt and shame conditioned on top of, I can't just do what comes easy. So let me know if that resonates, if you're a second line. One, the beautiful thing when we're looking at second lines from a business perspective is yes, we can go down the contemplative path with gene keys and we can go through the deconditioning path with human design. When we're looking at it from a BG5 business perspective, awareness creates momentum. I want you to write that down. Awareness creates momentum. Where a lot of people are getting stuck is identifying with the not self and then not creating the shift in perspective, which allows momentum. So they continue to identify with the not self. So they go, Ashley, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what I do. And I feel guilt and shame because it's too easy for me. So then I shift back to something I don't really want to do. So there's not passion there either. And my brand is stuck. Yet with those same beliefs and identities and repeating that same belief and identity, you don't create different results. You must lead yourself first. You go first 100% of the time before your bank account changes, before who you serve changes, before your business changes. So we want to look at the shift at the core foundational level first. What is the identity shift that needs to take place? I get paid for what comes easiest to me. I get paid for what I am best at. And giving yourself back that permission slip to let it be easy in your brand and in your business. But that shift has to happen first because that creativity portal that you're going to open up when you finally give yourself permission to be you is going to create the momentum because people are going to feel that passion from you. And when they feel that passion from you, they're going to be around, want to be around you more because they're going to think, how do you make it so easy? It looks so easy. I want to learn from you. I want to be immersed in your world. I can't get enough of you. And then that's when you get that loyal client base that is just absolutely in love with you. Now, the hermit, I want to say, does not apply to business. You are the natural. There is a lot of conditioning that comes with the word hermit that doesn't serve. And I see especially a lot of second line projectors that are stuck in their brand, stuck in their business because they have an identity of the hermit projector. I don't have energy. Plus, I'm a hermit. And then they wonder why their business isn't growing. The third line, the pioneer, let them see that every experience is ultimately a success. These are statements that I say with all my clients. When we are looking at building out marketing campaigns, building up their brand, or even just living by design, living as who they be, letting people see that every experience is ultimately a success. When we look at the third line, you are the pioneer in business. And you learn from essentially the school of hard knocks. You go through trial and error experience. You gain the wisdom of that experience. And then you bring through new ways of going forward. You see what didn't work. You bring out the new way. Where a lot of third lines are going wrong in their brand, I see it all the time, (laughs) is now their copy and marketing is talking all the time about what's going wrong or what went wrong or why it sucked or and they it becomes a very heavy energy and they're fixating their marketing and their copywriting on basically everything that's gone wrong all the trial and error they've gone through and it also feels heavy for the audience now there's a very specific way i approach marketing with a third line i like to infuse humor 
This is something that Richard Rudd talks about with Gene Keys. He says, if you are a third line brand, then your secret, secret weapon is humor. All of this continues to enrich your life and helps you to see the joke of existence. In time, this will make you a lighthearted person who can bring solace to others through your compassionate and balanced worldview. My third lines that blow up their industries have two things they do. One, they have the smallest viable niche that is going to allow you to blow up any industry. And I'm always even challenging myself. How can I go deeper in what I do rather than broader? So they have the smallest viable niche so that their life trial and error relates very specifically to people. And two, they bring humor into it. When you land on their main social media platforms, you feel a lightness. And even if, you know, I said to one of my clients the other day, I said, you know, your niche isn't even relevant to me, but I can't help but be magnetized by what you speak of because that third line comes through so strong of even though it's a different niche, you're giving me so much permission to just see the humor in existence to see that every experience is ultimately a success, to pull the gold out of the shit. And I just being immersed in your content, I always say it to my one client. And that is the power of an aligned third line in their marketing and their copywriting. The fourth line is going to be the influencer in business. The opportunist is often what we call the fourth line in human design. Let them see your heart. Oh, I didn't switch the words here. Shoot. Ah, well, that's okay. I'm a fourth line. Oh, I didn't switch all of these. All right. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Luckily, I know these off by heart. So the fourth line, ADHD. Does anyone else have ADHD? I must have done all the slides, forgot to update the blurbs, but I have ADHD. And I actually made a joke on my Instagram stories yesterday. I'm going to tell you guys a little story. And a lot of people are reaching out saying, Ashley, on your BG5 business bundle page, like you're going to be losing sales and losing conversion because, you know, if I click the sign up now, the buttons aren't attached. So I didn't go back through the sales page after. Obviously, ADHD, I got distracted, gone to something else. Happens very often in my day. And so I didn't attach all the sign up nows to go down to where people can sign up. So you would hit it, but it took you nowhere, right? Or it just took you to the top of the page again. And I said to people, I said, and this is such a great example, I said, you know, if people can't handle a tech issue, they're not going to enjoy my world. So it best be on my sales page, the tech issue or in my free content, because if it's everything's perfect in my free content, my sales pages, I'm attracting the wrong people. So I actually enjoy when things like this go wrong, it weeds out people that you know, are too serious. And I just don't work well with people that are too serious or expect everything to be perfect. Anyway, and I joked about how I don't even know how many times I've launched offers for you guys where there's not even like a date on the sales page and I'll get 30, 40, 50 or more signups without even a date. And people are messaging me later saying, you know, I signed up for it. Like, what's the date this is going down? So anyway, I just love that this happened the day after I said, it's not the first time I'm going to have a tech issue. All right. So the fourth line, the influencer, let them see your heart. When we're looking at the fourth line in business, now, the fourth line is very similar to the first line. That There is going to be an instability. So I get a lot of clients that come to me one-on-one -on -one, or even in my masterminds, and they talk about there being an instability, right? Like shaky foundations almost. Well, when we look at the graphic as well, 
the graphic that Raw uses for the fourth line in his Jovian Archive pictures is very intentional. It's the foundation of the next level of the house. Well, there is a shakiness to that because you are the foundation. So when we have the hexagrams, for example, I wish I had a piece of paper. All right, let me draw for you guys. Give me a second. When we have the hexagrams, because this is actually, I have an old video breaking down the hexagrams, but this is going to, I think, help. Okay. When we have the hexagrams, there are actually two. And this is going to help you with the visual of why there's an instability on the fourth line. I'm going to draw for you guys. All right. So the why there's an instability on the fourth line. You have the first three lines. All right. That's one hexagram. But then we have the second hexagram. That's four, five, six. So it's kind of like its own, its own lines there. <laughs> All right. There's an instability there. And that's from the Chinese I Ching. That's not from, um, I don't believe either Richard or Ra go into that. They might. But that's from the Chinese I Ching. So they're stacked. So there is a little bit of instability there when we're looking at just the natural progression of the one, two, three. Now we're going to this, you know, as raw, I guess that is how raw addresses it is the second line of that or the second floor of the house, four, five, six, and then it starts all over again. We start back at one. So there is an instability with the fourth line. And that is exactly why, because it is its own hexagram, if you will, within the six lines. With the fourth line, it is all about feelings. The second line, fourth line are going to be the realms of feelings. Now, this was a big one for me moving into my personal brand because I'm not really a feelings person. And so that's why I word it, let them see your heart. Now, with let them see your heart, it's why are you in this? Why are you doing it? Why are you excited about what you're bringing forward in your brand, about what you are externalizing? Now, same thing I want to say for the fourth line that I said about the first line. This isn't necessarily, and this is where a lot of people get it mixed up. They say, okay, I'm a fourth line. So because I'm a fourth line, all I can do is just externalize someone else's wisdom. All I can do is just, you know, take the human design system and parrot it back. That's not the case. You are still creating something for the rest of the lines to be built off of. We all are intertwined. We all require each other to grow and to expand and to create new things and innovate. So there is still a level of, well, yes, and you're externalizing a wisdom and what's your unique take on it. With the fourth line, there is an externalization of wisdom and within that, a gift of networking. As you externalize that wisdom, you naturally create a network and people have, they're really drawn to your innate friendliness. They're really drawn to your warmth. They're really drawn to that influence you have on others. So when you're building your brand on that fourth line, leverage that, leverage the friendliness, leverage that warmth. If you, and if you're four, six, as an example, that can be an interesting road to walk because the sixth line is aloof. The fourth line has people fatigue and everyone wants to be around you. <laughs> so the fourth line for myself in my business, in my brand, it's see, show your heart. One of the things I center, one of the things I position as a non-negotiable in my brand is why I'm even doing this in the first place. I believe good people do great things with more money. And how I show my heart in my marketing is I show the sanctuary. 
I show why I'm doing this. I bring you guys into the sanctuary world because I want you to see truly my heart, truly what I believe in, not because it's just words. And I recommend if you're a fourth line, don't just say words. Lots of people say good people do good things with more money in their own way. A lot of people say, you know, empowered women can change the world and whatever. A lot of people can say it. Fourth line, show it. Show that you walk the walk, that you're not just talking it. And so in my marketing, I position the sanctuary. I always say this to my clients. Not all of you is required in your brand. Not all of you. This is where a lot of people start to blur the lines between their brand and who they are and everything, right? And then their brand becomes their life. Intentionally build your brand. So the sanctuary is intentionally in my brand to show you my heart, to show you why I'm in this. And then I bring together people for, through, you know, that innate friendliness and that warmth that are like-minded. And then I believe together we change the world. I truly do. And I have brand stories that back that up on why I believe that. So fourth line, another thing I'll say really quick is you are prone to people fatigue. So something in your brand is leverage ways to keep your brand going when you have people fatigue. I think what a lot of people don't realize is you have to have ways that the brand keeps moving when you're in a season of slowing down, unless you have enough money that you're making in your on seasons that you don't have to, right? Or enough of a name that you don't have to. So just be aware. I take this into account when I'm helping my fourth line clients build out their products and pathways. This is something that's really important to keep in mind because it might seem like a great idea because that fourth line's friendly. It wants to be around people. It wants to be around community. It might seem like a great idea on pe- on paper, And then you build out your pathway and you start trying to serve in it. You're like, I am burned out. I have massive people fatigue. I just did a live on Instagram where I said in 2023, I started to get anxiety. And it was really that people fatigue setting in where I would log into my computer in the morning. Sorry, I'm losing my voice today. I'd log into the computer in the morning and actually get anxiety about where I was getting messages from because I built a pathway in my business that just allowed too much high level access to me in literally everything I did from like $55 offers all the way up to my one-on-one. And so what we want to look at fourth lines and building your brand, positioning yourself is let them see your heart. That's what we want to position first. And as you're building your products and pathways, keep in mind that you are also subject to people fatigue and what might look good when you're on or you're in your on game, right? And you have a lot of energy and you want to be around people might not feel so good when you hit people fatigue. So that's something really important that I always position first with my clients or we bring up as one of the major pillars we talk about. Fifth line, the messenger. Let them see your innovative solutions. So the fifth line, the best example for that is Rot Ruhu. (laughs) He would get really upset about, and if you're watching on YouTube, ignore the slides. If you're coming on late, I ADHD did not adjust them. Or no, actually, this one is, this one is adjusted. (laughs) This one is adjusted. We're good. We're back on track. So one of the things I speak about all the time with my fifth line clients, especially if you are a manifester fifth line, is you have to listen to your people because you can innovate all day long with creative solutions and innovative solutions and thinking outside the box. But if people don't want what you are innovating, they're not going to buy. And especially that manifestor energy can be very, and I saw a big theme years ago when human design first blew up online, it was all over. People were like, I don't care. I just do whatever I want. I'm a manifester. I don't care if you like it or not. I'm just, I do whatever I want. I'm a manifester. I'm just informing you. 
Just because you inform someone doesn't mean they want your shit. (laughs) Just because you inform someone doesn't mean that your solution applies to them, guys. This is critical for the fifth line. I always say for my clients, one of the most important things in business is you have to meet the market halfway. We want to look at, for example, as a fifth line, what is your genius? What do you want to create innovative solutions for? And meet the market halfway. What does the market want? What does the market withstand? What does it hold? What does your, your qualified client want? You have to meet them halfway or else that's also where it can feel like you're getting into really sleazy marketing or really having to force people or lean really heavy into sales psychology because you no know one want what you're trying to sell them. <laughs> so then now it does feel like you're forcing them. But it would have been easier if you just listened to them in the first place. Personally, I believe. <laughs> I always say the fifth line is the natural entrepreneur because, well, being an entrepreneur, your whole job, especially as a, say, a healer, a business coach, coaching industries, is to solve problems for people. But any entrepreneur is. If you are innovating something, it best solve a problem for people or else they're not going to buy it, right? People are more likely to buy painkillers than they are vitamins. Remember that. People are more likely to buy painkillers than they are vitamins. So you're the natural entrepreneur. It's natural for you to solve problems. It's natural for you to innovate solutions. And you got to remember, does my audience even want what I'm presenting to them? Now, we a question I often get with clients in Masterminds or 101 is, you know, my current audience isn't who I want to work with long term. Like these aren't the problems I want to solve. I would recommend and something I build out with my clients is a pathway that serves who is in front of you while building out your authority in a new niche. Unless you have the funds and you're like, I can do a hard pivot. It's totally cool. That would be my recommendation. The sixth line is the natural leader. It was shortened to the leader in BG5, but Ron originally called it the natural leader before he cut it back. Let them see your vision. With your vision, one of the things to keep in mind is the six line is on the roof of the house, right? And with the six line being on the roof of the house, yes, you can see further, but you have to ground it in the now. You have to ground it in the now. And I remember about four years ago when I was calling out a lot of stuff that, you know, just bad business practices in the coaching industry, I saw the vision. I saw what was happening. I saw why people were getting stuck. I saw everything. My background's in psychology. So I saw the sales psychology. It wasn't feminine flow, it was sales psychology. And I had to think of a way because even though I saw that vision, people really didn't want to see that far quite yet. And so I needed to see a way and innovate a way. I'm a four six to bring it into the now. And so how I brought it into the now was let's build an off ramp. You know, you're on the hamster wheel. And you want more freedom in your business. And that freedom is gained by business strategy. That that vision, or sorry, that freedom is gained by creating a long-term vision and working backwards from it. And so that's how I worded it. And that's how I built out my brand to help people. I saw the vision and I was telling them and I was letting them see the vision of what's possible when you actually have strategy in your business, when you get off the hamster wheel, when you stop going month to month. I mean, when I first started out, what was literally being taught online And mind you, I built very successful brick and mortar businesses. I was brand new to online though at the time was basically at the start of every month, you just come up with a new offer. You tell people that something exciting is coming. The day later you drop the graphics and then the next day you open up enrollment. 
which might work for very established brands for that to be their whole launch sequence. Very established brands where people are already seeking you out, but even those with very established brands that are being sought out are going above and beyond that. I mean, even Tony Robbins, Gabby Bernstein, they're running ads, they have formal launches, et cetera. So the reality is with the six line, what I always want to remind my six line clients of is let people see your vision and ground it into the now. A lot of six lines say my vision or my wording's too far ahead of its time. People aren't going to buy then. They just won't buy. So how can you ground it into the now? Richard Rudd from Gene Keys says the six line always carries this generous transcendent vision that will ultimately lead us all towards a greater collective prosperity. I just love that description of it. And really with that six line, there is going to be this teacher energy of giving people back their own personal power. Really. Richard often talks about how six line puts themselves out of business because they give them all the tools. And I just think of my BG5 business bundle, which was really, it holds so much six line energy because it's very much like, here's all the tools for, for 55 bucks a month. Here are all the tools. And it's such a six line energy of like, I'll put myself out of business. You can get it all for that. Right. And this energy of the role model, the living example, you being a living embodiment of your work is going to be really important for the six line as well. And that's why, you know, as a six line, using myself as an example, I don't try to be perfect because it's not who I am. It's just not who I am. And I attract a lot of people that are like me. That's the whole point of a personal brand where maybe they're recovering perfectionists or they're kind of goofy. They're the rebel, the outlaw, the black sheep, a little bit rough around the edges, and they don't want to lose and I hope you never lose who you are. They don't want to lose those aspects of self and their personal brand. And so my goal is always to just be that living role model and that living example that you can build a brand based on what you're best at and you can be wildly successful without having to fit into a certain mold. So that's always my goal. So those are the six lines. I don't know if I'm getting a cold or something, but I am losing my voice. So we're going to call it at that today. I hope you guys enjoyed. There's lots of tidbits to take away immediately. If you are interested in the BG5 Business Bundle membership, the link is in the show notes. If you're more interested in Gene Keys and exploring Gene Keys, the link to the website is there as well, genekeys.com. Richard's fantastic and has more of a contemplative approach. And I like to combine the two with my clients. It's like, let's look at the practical solutions to make change now in your brand and business, to get more money in the bank to reach more people and go on that contemplative journey and go on that deconditioning journey, which I'm also a student at the International Human Design School Holistic Analyst degree, which is like a two and a half year (laughs) differentiation degree over there. So I believe in that. And your business and the people you're meant to serve can't wait while you do all that deconditioning work. We can make change now and reveal more of your potential over time. It can be a both and. As well, just wanted to mention, guys, I do have a new mastermind coming up. It's the Profit Potential Mastermind. I'm just finalizing the sales page. I want to let you guys know this here first. Originally, I was going to be breaking this down into types. So it's going to be like generators, manifestors, projectors, reflectors. And then I kind of gave away why I changed my mind while we were going through this training today. And I said, you know, we all rely on each other. And while it's usually easier to sell type specific masterminds. Honestly, I feel it removes the value in learning from each other. I feel as though there's a lot of misconceptions about each design. There's a lot of misconceptions about generators. 
especially. I think it's one of the most misconceptions are the generators online. And I see so much deep value in us coming together, together and learn from each other within that space. So it's not going to be type specific, but I'm really excited about what's coming up and I can't wait to serve you in there. It's only going to be six weeks. So it's like hit the ground running, make more money in your business and refine your brand in a way that's going to have bigger impact and income. All right, guys, if you enjoyed, please share and I'll see you in the next one. Bye guys.